0: Hello, this is Tiara Fluker. Welcome to On Your Pain Show, Episode Five. Narcissistic abuse is real. Today we have Patty. Patty is a expert knowledge expert on the topic of narcissistic abuse. She has a, an incredible story to share today that will touch, empower, and help save the lives of millions of women. How are you doing today, Patty? I'm
1: fine. Thank you for inviting me. Um, let me no, just tell you. Oh, sorry.
0: You're welcome. Let's go ahead and get started. Can you tell us where you're from? Give us your, your background. Oh, I'm a 60-year-old woman. I grew up in uh, Rhode Island.
1: I currently live um, in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. I'm the mother of three children. Um, I have an older son who's 32. He's in marketing. I have a daughter who's 29 who's an RN, and she's uh, working on her nurse practitioner. And my youngest
0: boy is 28, and he is a U.S. Navy pilot. Wow, I know you must be proud of your children. They have awesome careers. So no, you must be so very proud. I'm very proud. Wow. So tell us today, you're an expert knowledge. I've been following your page for quite some time on social media. You have 188,000 followers, your support group. You're empowering, sharing, giving knowledge, giving tips on, you know, narcissistic people and abuse. Um, what made you start the narcissistic abuse group?
1: I encountered a narcissistic relationship, the only one in my life, um, when I was in my early 50s. And um, I had never really been in this type of relationship where I actually lost myself. It started out as a great relationship. I'm in a very sense of adventure personality, and so was this man. so that was kind of like where I went. What I didn't notice was, over time, I was being um, insidiously destroyed. Who I used to be is not who I am now. When everything was said and done, I barely recognized myself. When I started this relationship, I had a great job. I was very funny. I was very outgoing. I was very confident in what I did outside of work, inside of work. And when it was over, I really fell apart and had no idea how to get back up on my feet and I googled narcissism because I'm a nurse and I had some psych nursing experience and everything I read it was like this is where I was just at. It was like these researchers had followed my personal relationship with this man but unfortunately not many people um, realize these relationships actually exist because there really isn't any visible evidence. So I was trying to help myself and find places to go to. And um, there aren't many. And there aren't many counselors who are versed in um, narcissistic abuse. So I started my own uh, group on Instagram. And it was basically to share my experiences, just to let other people know, hey, I'm out here, I've been there, and let them know I'm trying to get back and help them get back. So over the course of a few years, I've accumulated some followers, and we talk back and forth through messaging. And I help out when I can and where I can. And um, it's helped me get back on my feet. It's given me some so um source of support and making me feel confident again. And it's helping other people. And that's where I am right now.
0: And how long have you had the North Abuse Group on Instagram?
1: Since 2017, I had um a name prior to which was Narcissism is Poison, and I thought, oh, that man, was too negative for me. So I changed it because what I wanted to convey to people is that narcissistic abuse is real. Even though you can't really put your hand on it, it's real. And it's very, very um, detrimental to people. And people need to be more aware when they, people say they're being abused and maybe they don't have a black eye or a bloody nose their soul is broken, their heart is
0: broken, their mind is broken. Yes. What are the signs? Can you give us some major key takeaway signs of a narcissistic abuser? That can be a man, woman, parent, even someone in leadership. I mean, like how do people identify? What are the major signs of a narcissistic person? A narcissistic person basically makes you feel like
1: you're nothing. And that was where I started to realize in this relationship that I felt like I was nothing. And they really don't have any interest in you as a person. What they really have an interest in is what you can do for them. And they ha- they lack empathy. They-, they come across as cold um, to you, but on the outside they may come across as very charming, very loving, but to their partner or whoever their victim is, they come across as very
0: cold. So can you give us a description of how cold they can be? Can you give us like two to three examples?
1: Well, let me see. Okay, I had an aunt. She died while I was dating this man. And I was pretty torn apart about it. It was like my dad's um favorite sister. And I wanted him to go to the funeral, which he did go. And I was upset because I was never going to see her again. And his only words to me is, stop being such a big baby. You're a big baby. And he kept telling me she's dead. And I was just like wow like that's my aunt I'll never see her again and it was it was just I couldn't believe somebody who went to church every Sunday could turn to the side of coldness and just disregard my my loss
0: oh my goodness it was
1: it, it was very heartbroken, heartbreaking because I'm thinking I mean, I'm not, like I said I'm never going to see this woman again she's gone for good and and not to have that like taken into consideration almost like it didn't happen and that's what happens if it's not about them it doesn't matter
0: well, they're, they're everything has to surround them 100%.
1: And if it doesn't, they, they will make it. They will make it um, happen. And another, I can give you another example. Like, um, I was inducted into um, our Athletic Hall of Fame at home. Um, and when I invited him along with my children, naturally, and I had to get up and make a speech. And it was kind of a funny, comical speech because I ran on both the girls' and the boys' teams. And uh, so I kind of incorporated the fact that, you know, I had the ponytails and the brits in my hair running for the boys scene, which was, it was funny. And a few people came over after I uh, made this speech commenting on how funny it was and and it was funny. And he kept shaking his head. I said, is there something wrong? He goes, can we go now? He goes, "I thought I thought that speech sucked. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh, I thought it was kind of funny, and he said, "No, it wasn't." Let's go, and we laughed. Oh my
0: goodness! Yeah, so, we, so
1: it was—it 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 was a you know a milestone in my life, and and he actually ruined it. Like we and I went home, and I almost thought I never even went to the induction. It was almost like it was just it never existed because there was no happiness to it. He took away the happiness.
0: Oh my God, I'm so sorry you went through that. Is a narcissistic personality disorder? treatable based off your research findings and I know you mentioned when we had a phone conversation you've spoken with several psychologists is there a way for them to be treated? The answer to that is absolutely no and most, most um,
1: psychology people will not entertain even seeing them like one um, psychologist from Atlanta Georgia told me he wouldn't and several of his colleagues would not because they're such pathological liars you'll never know what the truth is so they don't, and what he said was, we don't waste our time. Wow. You're not going
0: to do that. They lie that much. We're certified colleges, no, they, won't even see them. That is, wow. Do you think they believe their own lies? Oh, I'm sure. I'm very sure. I'll give you a, for instance,
1: um, when I met this man, and I'm a big, I love our country. I love our flag. I just love everything about America and he presented himself as a United States Navy SEAL, retired. So right then and there, he had my, you know, I just was so proud of him, I couldn't believe it. So he gave me a Navy SEAL Team 2 pin, which I wore along my American flag on my nursing uniform. And um, people would ask about it. I said, oh, I'm dating a U.S. uh, Navy SEAL retired. And throughout this relationship, on occasion, I'd say, you know, how many pictures of you in your SEAL uniform? And he'd say, oh, you know, they're messed up with a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh, if you ever come across one, I'd love to see it. And over time, he, you know, people recognized him as a retired Navy SEAL. And, you know, people fell all over him. And he had everything to make you believe that was such a, a, a truth. And he took me to Little Creek, Virginia in 2013 to a Navy SEAL reunion. So who wouldn't ever doubt that? And it was there that I found out that this whole Navy SEAL presence was a lie.
0: Oh, wow. Everything, so they they cover up their careers. They they live double lives. Like you think of people that lives a double life. That's typical.
1: It's exactly them. And then what actually was more, disturbing was um on vacation a little later than that a young boy recognized the logo on his uh, leg the tattoo and asked him if he was in fact a U.S. Navy SEAL and he lied to this little boy and he said yes I am he had this conversation about being a Navy SEAL through this boy was maybe 12 13 and then the young man asked if he could have his picture taken with a real U.S. Navy SEAL and he took a million pictures of this you know himself with his kid and I was like wow that's that's just so not. Wow!
0: Right. Can a narcissistic person of anybody, like their parents, their wife or husband, or their friends?
1: You know what? That's an absolute no. They are incapable of loving anything, but they they are capable of loving what you can do for them. That's their love. Their love is what you can do for them, what they can gain from you. As far as being intimately involved with you and really meaning it, no, it, it, they're, they're, it doesn't happen.
0: Oh my goodness you said the word perfectly the only time something but they can never love you just as an individual whole person do you think that's because they don't love themselves or don't care about themselves
1: well from what I researched it's because they actually they do not like themselves they're and that's the root of the problem is they are not happy people they're not happy with what they've done or where they are so it makes them if you don't love yourself you're you're not going to love anybody else you have to start with yourself first you know self love is very important in life as a whole and if you don't have that how can you give it to anybody else
0: wow can you repeat that for people that is in marriages relationships or friendships with narcissistic people can you say that again that they can only love what they can do for the other person, meaning they don't believe in giving back, volunteering. If they know you're struggling and they're a millionaire, they're not gonna help you out with the pay bill. They enjoy seeing people hurt. Can you say that again?
1: Well, the only time the narcissist is going to make you feel like you're loved is when there's a hidden agenda beneath that facade of love where they stand to gain something from you. So your illusion of their love is not really true love. is. There's a hidden agenda where you're going to be giving up something to feel that love, which is really shallow or non-existent.
0: Wow. Why do you think people become a narcissistic person?
1: You know, there's various theories on that. And people think it started in childhood, you know, like some kind of childhood trauma. And that may be true, but you know what? It all comes down to, you know what you're doing. And narcissists do know what they're doing. And I think as a person, you know what's wrong and you know what's right. And it's up to you to do the right thing. And if you're using people or hurting people intentionally, you know what you're doing. And narcissists do know they're destroying people, they're hurting people. So I, you know, ultimately it's a choice you've made to go out and act the way you're acting with total disregard for other people's health, well-being, their, you know, mental health and things that they own I mean they will just keep taking it it doesn't have to be materialistic things it can be your your health your mental health more importantly and once you don't have that I mean it's they will invaluable. take your
0: mental health your spiritual health your soul and sometimes they even will prey on you and tell you after they've gotten you so well to where they want you they would actually tell you that they want you to die we talked about that what would you say about that
1: oh that that's very true I they have The capabilities of making you lose yourself and we truly believe that you're never going to be the same and you know what if you choose to commit suicide and victims have that's a, a fact it almost feeds into what they believe is see what see what she did or see what he did that's how crazy she is but people don't realize that you're being pushed to this dark dark place by a narcissist where well, you
0: feel you as can't. though you can't get out of And they're of there. one of the hardest relationships to lead. What advice can you give someone, man or woman, or even a family member that's a, in a narcissistic, abusive relationship that truly wants to leave, but they're maybe loyal to the person because they're married. They're maybe loyal to that person because they're a family member. They may be loyal to that person because they maybe did something nice for them 20 years ago. But this person is hurting them constantly, hurting them constantly. You know, de- de- defaming and uh, def- using defamation against their character, uh, creating lies and chaos. Because narcissistic people, they live off drama every day. You know, they're they're throwing shade on people, trying to find ways to hurt people, destroy people, good people' image. They have caused people to lose jobs, lose careers, lose homes. I mean, these people will cause you to lose everything. But they're so manipulative; they know how to get their victims back. So what advice can you give someone for them to actually permanently leave? And what resources can they have available to help them to stay away from these dangerous people? Because they're, in fact, very dangerous. They have no empathy. They have no love. They are very
1: dangerous. So I'll give you a, um, my case in point is I I did go away once. And I did get sucked back into this relationship. And the second time around, I... I really wish I had never gone back. So the best advice, and I see it all over the place, is no contact. Once you leave and you make a decision that you're not going to participate in this kind of relationship anymore, you need to not go back. No contact, whether they reach out to you, and they'll always look for a reaction, trying to make you come back or make you flounder. But best advice is no contact. Don't look back. Don't go back, don't look back. They reach out to you, they try to torment you, and it's really hard, I'll tell you, it's really hard. Like this man went after my RN license, he went after my job, he went after my friends, my family, and I couldn't even react because I knew it would just fuel his sick fire. And you know the last thing he did, and this is how, when you say dangerous, I had asked him right after the break to please return certain items that I belong, you know, belong to me. And he kind of play, and they do this with um your belongings. They kind of play hostage with them. It, it keeps you in the loop, so you have to just make a decision that there I can replace all that stuff. So when I did not respond to, I don't, I just didn't want my things anymore. So what this man did was he took two stuffed animals from um his cabin up north that we used to go to and he cut the crotches out of them and he put um oh my goodness. dildos in them turned them on put them in a box and he left oh them my out by the, um, back door and i still would not react to it and i you just cannot react you cannot go back you cannot have contact because once you do you're back to square one and I, i've been five years out i am so happy i I mean, I don't walk on eggshells anymore. I'm not looking over my shoulder anymore. I, you know, had to move away, which was, you know, fine. But I made the choice of no contact. And so I started over again at, you know, 55 years old. But I'm all better for it. Now now I can talk about this relationship, help other people and say, hey, you know, this is what's going to happen next if you go back. It doesn't get any better. It actually gets worse. Wow that's
0: such empowering advice and I really hope people take heed to what you said especially how dangerous they are they so they typically are men who kill women or women that kill men Um, many the shows that's on TV they that those are the perfect examples of a narc person but so can you share with us your group and how people can follow your group on social media my group, um, actually, it's Narcissistic Abuse, Israel, real.
1: Um, it's on Instagram, and there also is a Facebook page with the same um, name. And it's, they're both, like I said, and on social media. Also, I have Twitter, it's Narcabuse528. And I get messages pretty regularly. I try to help out everybody I hear from. It, sometimes it may take a day or two or later because I'm a, I'm a nurse in a pandemic. But I do get back to people and I, you know, I will resource out what I can find out for them and I can, you know, I investigate, you know, where they're living, like what's available to them, what kind of help centers are around, what kind of advocacy people are around. And, you know, even if they needed some place to go, I look for that and I get back to them as soon as I can, you know, gather up some information to help. I will,
0: you know, get wow, you have just, uh, been a, a great speaker. You have, uh, your story is so empowering, So motivating. Um, and, and it's such a topic that most people are not aware of. I learned about narcissistic abuse two years ago. And I'll be honest with you. Most people, when they say a narcissistic person, they just think of somebody that posts five pictures a day on social media, but that just, you know, that, that means they're, they're dealing really with reality, but that's, Narcissistic people, it's just not just the pictures, They don't think they're cute. It's much deeper than that. It's very deep.
1: It, you know, the whole um, term narcissism, right now it's getting thrown around pretty loosely, but if you actually research, and I do a lot of researching, um, it's a very expanded personality disorder. It's not what people think it is. And, if, and it comes down to a, a dangerous person who has no regard wow. for anybody else other than themselves. And it's,
0: it's a scary So disorder. can you reiterate this? Because people, disorder. most, 90% of the population think narcissistic people are just people that's confident, people that take cute pictures. I need you to reiterate what a narcissistic person is for people to be aware of this.
1: So a narcissist is a person who's going to seek out other people for their own gains. They're very shallow. They wear many masks. Those masks change depending on their audience. They don't have any human connection to anyone. And they have what their friendships are basically um, people who they have met, who they can utilize for the, some kind of benefit for their own. Um, they've researched who you are. They, they, You're chosen by them. They just don't. You have something they want. And ultimately, that thing that they want from you is the same thing they're going to destroy. Like I had a great six-figure uh, nursing job when I met this man, and I lost that six-figure nursing job because of this man. So he took all he could from my income to, you know, go on vacation, go here, find dining. But ultimately, I didn't have know, that but, job at the end.
0: Um, I, I so knew so a guy that Lisa said 30- something similar to that. He said, oh, I could never date this woman because I would cause her to lose everything. And he didn't think anything of it, and him and his friends laughed. I thought to myself, did he really just say that? I said, he must be a narc, but that's that's what they do. They cause you to lose your career and everything. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, and you lose yourself. Worst of all, you lose yourself. You can always get another job. You can always get another car, another home, but you can't always get your another self. And that's the worst part, is that you lose yourself. You become unrecognizable to your own being. And that's the most disturbing What can you thing. share with
0: women and men on how to self-love themselves so they don't get involved with these type of people? Because like you said, they're hard to, uh, because they mimic you, it's really hard to point them out. Uh, so what advice can you give people to really learn how to self-love themselves so they don't get involved with these type of people?
1: First of all, uh, you know, with anybody, self-respect comes first. You know, you always respect yourself, take care of yourself physically and mentally. And anytime you're pursuing a new relationship, whether it be a friendship or, you know, or a love relationship, move slowly. These, you know, if there is like a ton of, I love you, where have you been? I've been waiting for you all my life. And another thing that's really um, common with these people is they will find you on social media. And if they start liking your pictures from 10 years ago and making comments and they are jumping on all your social media, you need to back off of these people. And, and you know, if you meet somebody and you barely know them and they wanna be a uh, friend on social media, but to me, that's a red flag. They don't know you. Why do you need to know anything? But it's part of uh, sucking you into their life. So as far as your own being, you have to like set standards for yourself, make boundaries for yourself. You have to respect yourself and you have to move very slowly. Say that again, you have
0: to move slowly because oftentimes so many people jump so quick. I did it myself. I made that mistake when I was younger, jumping way too quick. Um, You know, these guys will pursue me, pursue me, pursue me, pursue me real quick, try to get me locked down real quick, but that's because they have arterial motives that were not good. Um, So with older age, I've learned you have to take your time with people, dating, friendships, um, even with reconnecting with long lost friends and family members, you have to take your time.
1: You have to, because you know what, sometimes it seems so good and it's too good to be true, and this is what you've been looking for, and they know that's what you've been looking for. So you kind of forget what you're supposed to do and you dive head first, because that's what you want to do, but ultimately it's going to hurt you. So what I've learned is, Slowly is the best way to approach any type of relationship, whether it be a, a co worker, a new job, you know, a friendship or you know,
0: intimate slow relationship. Slow is the word, guys. Slow Self love, love, slow setting boundaries, getting yourself in a healthy place. Patty, with Narcissistic Abuse is Real on Instagram, your support group is phenomenal. We thank you for being on On Your Pain show today, speaking on the topic of Narcissistic Abuse is Real if they would like to connect with you on court group on instagram can you please give us that page
1: it's narcissistic abuse is real and that's both on facebook and instagram and on twitter it's narc abuse
0: thank you so much Uh, patty you have a. we will be in contact soon and thank you so much for sharing for providing knowledge and for empowering people that's in this situation you're welcome and
1: thank you